Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Locker Room. I'm Tommy Tellerino, alongside my co-host, Jordan Navarro, the Hall of Fame Dimer himself. And welcome back, Adam. Adam, it's great to have you back here again. How you feeling? It's great to be back. I'm coming off of a rough week of picks, but, you know, there's only there's only one way, one way up from here, and that's up. That's right. Jordan, how are we doing today? Big day for you. Yeah, you know the Yankees playing here in about 10 minutes, and Ashton Nestor's on the mound, so I'm feeling pretty confident. We're playing the Cleveland Guardians. Hopefully we win. If we don't, I won't be on the next episode. Oh, it's going to be that bad? Oh, God. Yeah, pretty much. Who who you got on today for the jersey? This is my judge jersey. You know, judge? The, you can't go wrong. Exactly. You can't go wrong. But, uh, I mean, we'll get right into it. Uh, probably one of the – Worst games of the year to watch. Um, if you did watch this, I'm sorry. Uh, I forget who put out the tweet, but they they made it known earlier in the week. You don't need to watch this game. Go go hang out with your family. That's more important right now. Um, Washington won this one, 12 to seven. I don't know how this happened, but Justin Fields was the leading passer in this game. Um, it's a miracle. 14 uh, 27. 190 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Wentz was Carson Wentz, uh, 12 for 22, 99 yards. Uh, Brian Robinson, I'd say he had a solid game, 17 for 60, one touchdown. Uh, Scary Terry was underutilized as usual. Uh, Dante Pettis stepped up for Chicago, 4 of 84, one touchdown. Uh, Khalil Herbert, David Montgomery held it down rushing, and Darnell Mooney. Kind of got things going, but uh, man, this was a sad game. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, sad is the appropriate uh, word to describe it. Um, Justin Fields had the three best throws of the night, and two of them were dropped. That pretty much should tell you how his season's going. Um, yeah. There was no enjoyment watching this game, but only the NFL could get me to watch the Commanders versus the Bears on a Thursday night. So I guess their plan is still working. Adam, what were you thinking during this game? Uh, uh, there was a there was a quote in the in the post game conference. Justin Fields he uh, he said he was tired of just being close, like being almost there. When it comes to these games, he's like he feels like he's been almost there his whole career. He said, I'm tired of being just this close. I feel like I've been hearing it for so long. Um, they, I mean, yeah, like, I, I actually watched more of this game than last Thursday's game. Like, I had I had less urge to turn it off, so I don't know if that says something. But they were almost equally as bad. Like, I, I feel like I blinked, and there was two minutes left in the first half. Um, yeah, you it know, was just I, slow. I watched... The Thursday, last Thursday's game, and it does say something, Adam. It says a lot about Russell Wilson and and how bad he's been. It, that's about all it says. Hey, he's got a whole, he's got a hurt shoulder, baby. I, I've got a hurt. He's been whipping it up too much in the kitchen before, after watch, before something after, right off his shoulder. After, after watching these last two games, and you know, you would say it gets better. You know, Thursday next Thursday is the the Cardinals versus the Saints, and then you realize Call of Duty drops, and Kyler Murray's going to get an early copy. And uh, he's going to play awful. And then I've got to watch either Jameis Winston or the Red Rifle. And Jameis Winston can't walk because he's got a broke back spinal. 
and and Andy Dalton is terrible. So I mean, it gets no Just better. Amazon got fleeced. Taysom Hill game. Come on. Oh man, that would be the worst thing to ever <laughs> happen to the middle class of America. I don't think it'd be the uh, worst. It absolutely would. Maybe the financial uh, crisis. It's, it's a close. I second. would rather watch Marcus Mariota on one leg than ever watch Taysom Hill be successful. I'm the number one Taysom Hill hater in America. <laughs> wow. Just because he works that hard? Are you just mad that he works harder than you? Yeah. That he works harder than any running yeah, back? He, oh, he is such a hard worker. That's one thing yeah, I can't hate on. His work ethic is off the charts. Off he's, the charts. He's, He's very scrappy. He does the things that like don't show up in the stats. All right. Yes, he doesn't block. He doesn't stretch. <laughs> he doesn't throw. Yes, all the things that don't show up in the box score. Yes, because rushing yards. When you go to that fantasy thing and you look at tight ends, there's no rushing stat. You know, there's no reason he should have 37 <laughs> points in a week. There's nothing there. But his special team tackles off the charts. <laughs> Greatest special teams player of all time. He's just special, man. I, he's doing his that thing. much money to only be an athlete. You know, in NCAA 14 and any any NCAA games, you could just you know do recruiting athletes. They don't have a position. That's him. He's never had a position. He never will because he's not good at any of them. He just happens to be fast and athletic. All right. Okay. Well, we'll talk about a little bit more of him and up during the yeah, New Orleans yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> but let's move on. We got week five, week six, right? Yep. Yep. Week six. Um, do you want to announce the records before we get these picks going, Jordan? Yep. Tommy, you went uh, ten and five this past week. You are now twenty nine and sixteen. Probably the best I've ever been. You know, you're you're on a heater, and I went nine and six. I'm twenty seven and eighteen. Adam, your first week on the show went as our first weeks did. It was mediocre. You went seven and eight, but you took some you took some gambles, you know? So play a little bit safer this time, you know. Let's let's not pick Arizona to beat Philly. You know, let's let's keep it within reason hey, this time. Hey, he was close. He was close. Yeah, loss a out. loss is a loss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we'll start off Jordan. 49ers Falcons. <sighs> Another game that America probably shouldn't watch. Um, Atlanta played Tampa Bay close last week. Their spirit is broken. Grady Jarrett will no longer touch a quarterback. He's he's vowed against it. He's a monk. He's peaceful now. He doesn't know what a sack is. He doesn't know what a roughing the passer call is. Jimmy Garoppolo will not get pressured. 49ers by 40. By 40? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think the 49ers, besides on defense, uh, I don't think they've looked that convincing in most of their games, even in their wins. Um, but saying that it is the Falcons, and they do not have a lot going for them, even with, especially with Cordero out. Uh, so I think, you know, I don't know, Mariota's just going to struggle. He's just going to see Bosa and just, just be trembling. Um, Bosa might not play. He has missed the first two practices. With okay, Ray. okay. Well, that, that, that probably – Mariota's probably praying for that. Um, so is that right tackle? Uh, I, I gotta take 49ers here. I think it, I think, like you said, it's not gonna be close. Yeah. I'm, I'm also going Niners here. Jimmy G has been Jimmy G so far this season. Uh, it's been a typical, 
uh, 49ers backfield. Uh, two or three of them go down, next man up. Uh, Debo. Yeah, I just I just got a call last week, actually. I'm on the practice squad this week. Oh, oh yeah. Fullback or running back? Fullback. Fullback? Nice. Nice. Yeah. Can't wait to see you out there soon. Oh, of uh, Debo's, Debo's been holding it down, and I think Atlanta's defense, I don't think it's going to be a 40-point blowout, but I definitely think it would be three possessions. I just think Niners' defense, offense will get them a couple scores. Niners are going to win this one. Uh, New England versus Cleveland. Adam, go first, because i got to discuss something with Tommy, and it's going to get okay. personal. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you know, Mr. Jacoby Brisket, he is an elite hander off of the ball, Okay. Like, this man, nobody's doing it better. Nick Chubb, the the only reason he gets those opportunities is because of Jacoby. Um, No, they came out. I mean, they they put – they had a game against the Chargers. Like, they they showed that they're actually not really slouches sometimes, um, the Browns. Chargers have been a little off their game this year. But it's still – the Browns played well. Uh, Still, though, um, Patriots, no Mac Jones, probably Bailey again, I think. Uh, I guess there was a chance. Is it, maybe there's a chance Mac Jones plays, but it's probably going to be Bailey. Um, I think the Patriots' run offense is just going to run through the Browns, and it'll be a lot of runs this game between both teams, but I'm taking Patriots. All right, Jordan, get it off your chest whenever you, whenever you need me to hear. Last week, last week, I told you, because you were all over Dan Campbell. I love Dan Campbell. I still do, but we'll, uh-huh. we'll discuss them next week when they're off their bye. Yeah. Tommy, I told you New England would keep it close. Tommy, I told you New England was going to keep that game close against Detroit. They they didn't keep it close. Detroit looked outmatched, outcoached, completely. They were in shambles, and they were the healthiest they've been since like week three. They were in shambles. Tommy, as as a Patriots fan, I need you to understand one thing. Just one thing. Bill Belichick against mediocre quarterbacks is still Bill Belichick. Uh-huh. Okay, the wins uh-huh. against good teams might not be there, especially with Bailey Zappi. Maybe with with Mac Jones, but he's still Bill Belichick. With that said, Kevin Stefanski is the mediocre quarterback whisperer. This guy has made Jacoby Brisket look like an actual NFL caliber starter, and I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm gonna be honest. I'm torn. I don't know who to take in this game. Cleveland's at home, but I just saw Bill Belichick make Jared Goff look like an FCS quarterback. So, I'm going to take the Patriots. Good man. Good man. Um, I think uh, Adam said it best. There's going to be a lot of running in this game. Uh, Harris is probably not going to play. Stevenson looked great against Detroit. Uh, Bailey Zappi had a, had a solid game against Detroit as well, but I don't think he'll have that much of an impact like last week. Mac Jones, I don't think he's going to play. They have him questionable game time decision, I believe. But I'd rather just have him sit out, be 100% before he comes back. I have New England winning this one. I think their defense is going to carry him again. I think uh, Bill Belichick hates Cleveland. He hates Cleveland. Yeah, Yeah, just like Joakim Noah. You know, they (laughs) might be the two biggest Cleveland haters in the world. So we we know when, when Cleveland's facing New England, it's not pretty. We saw Baker last year. Uh, Bill Belichick did his best to make him look like the 32nd worst quarterback in the league. 
Uh, I just think this is probably going to be one of the most boring games, though, this week. Uh, if you're not a fan of either of these teams, don't watch. Don't watch. <laughs> if you're all. a fan of old-fashioned football, um, you're going to love this game. Yeah. Yeah. It's we're throwing it back, not to 1950, but to 1940. Um, <laughs> we got we got Jets versus Green Bay. Uh, I'd like to congratulate us all on being knowers, on realizing Zach Wilson's supremacy and Robbie Sala's supremacy. We said it was a trap game last week. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. They, they went out there. They did the damn thing. They're playing the package this week. They're away. They're going to Lambeau, the frozen tundra. Aaron Rodgers doesn't know what he's doing. Matt LaFleur doesn't know what he's doing. A.J. Dillon has been relegated to the bench. Aaron Jones, he gets 80 yards a game with nothing else. Alan Lazard is a jag. Everything tells me this should actually be a pretty good game. But it's still the Jets. As much as I want them to break the curse, and we picked them last week, it's still the Jets. And there's no way Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur in Lambeau can lose to the Jets. So give me the Packers. Yeah, I mean, coming off that loss, I know uh, Rodgers isn't going to be the happiest man. And he's facing another New York team now. Good thing it's not at MetLife because probably Green Bay would lose their whole roster during this game. But uh, I'm saying three touchdowns maybe for Rodgers this week. I think he's coming out with a vengeance. Uh, New York Jets, this is not the right time to face Green Bay after coming off that loss. And they're yeah. all going to Randall Cobb. <laughs> all three? Uh, yep. Okay. He's throwing it back, too. Um, no, I've got to, like, as much as I want to, like, go with the Jets, um, like these past weeks I have been supporting them, I, I think I think they'll get, have a good chance here. But Aaron Rodgers coming off of a loss, he's going to get some of that, you know, medicinal stuff. You know, he's going to be he's gonna be in his prime to uh, this <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, um, but I, I think the Packers take it. But like all great teams do, I think the Jets cover. So, I think they'll they'll, they'll put up a few touchdowns. Yeah, you I would know, be surprised. I just think they're they're not there yet. Next year, I'm taking the Jets in this game. You know, I think they're a year away from beating good teams. Because Aaron Rodgers will be retired. Good, but yeah, probably, hopefully. For Green Bay's sake. Uh, for gr- oh, wow. I mean, they just need to go ahead and rebuild, man. There's, yeah, okay, if they play the 49ers in the playoffs again, are we really taking the Packers? No, never. Okay. Never. So, like... <laughs> Not in a million years. Uh, but what what about their defense? Do you think uh, they'll still be number one ranked defense by the end of the year? I hope so. After getting destroyed by Saquon Barkley, I mean, we need to bounce back. Uh, you know, I put all this faith in them, and they look worse than last year. <laughs> Fair enough. We got Minnesota versus Miami. <sighs> this is a there's, there's this is a contender for the America loses game. Um, but uh, go ahead, Adam. You, you started <laughs> off right. I need to uh, just finish. It. I have I have my actual one in mind, but uh. Yeah, no. Well, you got Skylar Thompson starting. You got 
Uh, Dolphins probably going to be without their top cornerback, Xavier Howard. Um, (laughs) So Jay Jettis is just going to run a rampant. If Kirk comes out like he did uh, last week, I mean, he started, what, like 14 for 14 or something? Yeah. Um, It's – you know, 15 for 15 as a team. Jay Jetta had a completion in that in that time. But I think the Vikings are going to gonna kind of run all over the Dolphins. Uh, not run. They're going to pass. Well, Dalvin might actually run all over him too. Um, he's coming off of a good week. Uh, I'll take the Vikings here, and I think Kirk's going to continue to do well. Skyler Thompson needs to understand what comes with being a Miami quarterback. He's a week away from concussion protocol. He just needs to go ahead and accept that. Um, <laughs> what is going right for Miami currently? This game is in Miami. They're at home. It's 81 degrees. And we've got 12 o'clock on Fox, Kirk Cousins, which is damn near prime Joe Montana. I've give me the Vikings, and I don't actually think the game will be that close. Listen, there is one thing going right for this Miami team. They're getting a new ping-pong table. Oh, yes, all, for, the, for the tournament, yes. Yeah, it's, it's going to be all decked out, Miami theme. There, there's something going right. But <laughs> I, I'm with you guys. I think Minnesota's going to blow them out. You know, Kirk Cousins has had a Kirk Cousins year, maybe a little bit better than usual. Uh, Jefferson has had a couple dud games, but He's been booming a lot. I mean, Kirk Cousins is going to go down to that Miami Coles. He's going to cash in all his Coles cash, and he's going to throw for four touchdowns. I mean, it's going to be a massacre, I think. I got Minnesota winning. And then we got Cincinnati versus New Orleans. Mm. Um, The Saints pulled through for me. They beat Geno Smith barely. Um. But I can't pick them against Joe Burrow, especially with how bad the offenses look like. It seems like a get-right game for Cincinnati. Give me the Bengals. I I have to agree with that. I was I was just thinking um, the Bengals really need a bounce-back game. They need a big game to get things going because they've they started to look better last week. Still looked rough, and they've looked pretty rough all season. The Saints have potentially no receivers this week. I mean, you don't. They show they don't really need one. They have Taysom Hill, the all-in-one Mr. Inspector Gadget. Um, yep. But I think Thomas is still likely to miss. I think Alave is in concussion protocol. Landry hasn't practiced yet this week. Um, I think Saints are going to struggle to have any weapons, even with Taysom Hill. He, he, he's not going to be able to replicate what he did last week. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals here. I, I hope uh, Olave doesn't play in this game because I don't know if you guys saw the play uh, where he did get a concussion. The man looked like he didn't even know if he was on a football field or not. He did get knocked out. Yeah. I I got um, you know Taysom Hill. Who would have thought? Uh, six weeks or five weeks in, he's leading the team in rushing yards. <laughs> Twenty-one carries, two hundred twenty-eight yards, five TDs. That that's a prime back right there. That's better than Jonathan Taylor right now. Every time he comes into the game, they run the same play. He comes and in. And defenses still can't stop it. They check the RPO like they're going to run a bubble screen to the left or the right, and then he takes off every every time. And teams are just like, wow, I can't believe he scored a touchdown. I, wow. 
crazy how we didn't stack the box on a guy who can't throw. I If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Defensive coordinators should lose their job if they allow Taysom Hill to score a touchdown. It should be automatic fire. I mean, it's it's every play. It's not like you if he you know if he came in and it was fifty fifty split that he's going to throw the ball and you know they did a play action or something off of it. I could understand it because he does have a decent arm. He's not very accurate, but it's a decent arm. It's not. He comes in, they run the same play. He runs, and for some reason they can't block for Alvin Kamara. Taysom Hill comes in. And instantly, it's the best offensive line since the 95 Cowboys. I, I mean, they block. It's fucking phenomenal. I don't. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, maybe he's a better runner than Alvin Kamara. Oh, my God. Please move <laughs> he, Maybe he's just a little bit more scrappy going to the line. <laughs> I, I don't know. But um, I, I also have Cincinnati winning this one. Joe Burrow did not look that great against Baltimore which shocks me because he lights up Baltimore almost every time. Uh, I don't know if T. Higgins is going to play. I don't think it will matter. Jamar Chase will probably still have a good game along with Tyler Boyd. Um, I think the run game for Cincinnati is probably just going to be around the same and that it's been. Uh, I think since he wins this one. And then we got Baltimore versus the New York Giants. I want to pick against the Giants. But they find a way to win every game. And it's Daniel Jones is becoming, before our eyes, athletic Jacoby Brisket. He doesn't turn the ball over anymore. He doesn't throw touchdowns. He just he just does. He just exists on the football field. And it's just enough for them to win. With that said, there's no way Baltimore can lose this game. <laughs> <laughs> They're riding too high. They've got momentum. Somebody's got to put an end to this nightmare. Giants fans bragging? I hate it. Give me both. <laughs> uh, I also, I believe, no offense, but I think the Giants 4-1 start is a fluke. I mean, uh, you could argue that they've earned it. I don't think they have. This is that There's something, something in the air. All right, it's not right. Uh, Lamar's facing his old defensive coordinator, uh, Wink Martindale who's also facing Lamar. Um, you know, I don't know if that really is going to matter. Obviously, they, they, these two know each other. I feel like Lamar would be better suited to outsmarting, not really outsmarting, just playing better against that defense, a Giants defense coached by by Wing Martindale. Um, I think it's, like you said, I don't. There, there's no shot the Ravens don't win this game. Um and I can't wait to be sitting here, like, thinking about that whenever the Giants are 5-1 and one next week, and making me eat my words. If the Giants start the season 5-1, and one, if they beat Baltimore, Brian DeBull should win Coach of the Year instantly. Because <laughs> this team has no reason winning five games. And to start 5-1, and one, Coach of the Year. I, I would agree with I think, you know, with the Giants these past five games, it, their defense is just carrying them. They're keeping it close, and then the offense is just doing the bare minimum because they have Daniel Jones in at quarterback. He can't do much more with him. He's not good. But no. he's found a way, like, hey, if we, um, if we get the ball to Barkley most of the game, we can't turn it over because it's not in Daniel Jones's hands. I mean, the ball's really never that much in Daniel Jones' hands because he fumbles it all the time. Yeah. But I, I think Baltimore is just a better football team. I think it's probably – one of probably 
the second best team they face or first best team they faced so far, at least on the offensive end. Uh, the the Dallas game was a different story. The defense carried him there, but I think Lamar Jackson could have a field day, both on the ground and through the air. I mean, he's leading the team right now in rushing and passing. He's got 379 rushing yards, two touchdowns, over a thousand passing yards. Uh, give me Baltimore. And next we got we got Tampa Bay versus Pittsburgh. I will lead us here. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, let's take this. Um, get the you get the rookie versus the goat. Okay. Um, I I, I feel like Pickett played a lot better than his numbers showed, even though they did get blown out. Um, and Tampa Bay is pretty banged up. I I think it'll be kind, this this will be kind of a boring game. Um, and could be close if the Steelers can actually convert when they get to the red zone. Um. But they're still without T.J. Watt, and ever since he's come into the league, they are 0-8 without him. And that I believe that's going to continue. I'm taking Buccaneers here. Um, I did I did pull up a stat. Uh, Pickett, is he's, he's one game into a seven-game stretch against teams with winning records last season, and it's the longest streak to start a career for a rookie QB since 1950. So he's coming in with one of the hardest schedules probably that a rookie QB has faced in, well, decades. Um, but his line, I don't know if they, they started wanting to block more now that they, like if they were throwing intentionally for Mitch Trubisky to get out of there, but they, they survived against the bills pretty well. Um, Pickett had a lot to contribute to that. He averaged two seconds per drop back, which is, which is really good. Um, but I still think Buccaneers are going to take this one because Tom Brady's still going through the divorce issues. You know, he's he's still playing mad football. So he, he takes it. The Buccaneers take this. Yeah, he's going to be 1-8. Uh, Steelers will be without T.J. Watt after this week. Um, for the exact reason Adam just said, Kenny Pickett, two seconds to drop back. He is not pulling to Justin Fields and holding on to the ball for five seconds. He's getting the ball out quickly. He's targeting the right people, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson. He's actually spreading the ball out a lot. Chase Claypool even got involved. Uh, Najee Harris, even though he's had a really bad year, down year, still had a weapon out of the backfield. And I think Mike Tomlin can game plan enough to keep this game close. And after what I saw against Atlanta, I am not thrilled at all with Tampa Bay. I don't think Tampa Bay is that amazing, and I think they're beatable. And I would much rather have Pittsburgh's roster with Kenny Pickett then Atlanta's roster with Marcus Mariota. Give me Pittsburgh. I'm in. Wow. He did what I couldn't. Wow. You just, you're going, you're diving right in. I, I, I pray that that one pays off. I'd like, I'd like to be wrong. Uh, I thought Kenny Pickett looked good against Buffalo. I mean, his defense really didn't help him out in that game. They just, they like Gabe Davis just run down the field in a straight line and catch the ball. (laughs) (laughs) I I was glad that, you know, Kenny's picket line supported him after a couple of, uh, I don't want to say dirty, but two plays where it could have gone 50-50 where he gets injured. Uh, I I think that's good for Pittsburgh because I don't, if that happened to Trubisky, I don't think that happened or we see that response. I really don't. <laughs> Offensive line mode of pancake him. He would have yeah. ran the somersault <laughs> off the top rope. I'm trying to <laughs> but um, 
I saw I saw Tom Brady get back to the check down master he is uh, with Lenny Fournette last week. It's probably going to happen again, in my opinion. Uh, I got Tampa Bay winning this one. And then we got oh, this might be this might be uh, the worst game of the week: Carolina versus the Rams. Give me Carolina. The Rams are awful. They have showed me nothing that tells me that they should be picked to win this game. Carolina's terrible. I mean, atrocious. Vomit in my mouth every time I watch them. But for some reason, it feels like the type of game where the Rams should get back to what they're supposed to do and win these games and dominate these teams, and they're just going to keep it close. And Carolina's defensive line is going to be just good enough to pressure them. Because me and you, Tommy, coming out of the interior and Adam on the edge, we could get pressure on the Rams' offensive line. Oh, 100%. 100%. We'd look like Aaron They're the Donald. worst offensive line. Yeah, yeah. Let exactly. me step on the hit line back. Come on, I can work <laughs> Stafford. <laughs> so give me Carolina on the upset of the week. And it's not really an upset. The Rams, are, <laughs> they're minus 10 in this game for some reason. This should be an even spread. Uh, I, um, I really can't say anything about the game. I'm just going to go Rams and move on. I don't. There's there are no winners in this game. I mean, we could see a tie for all I know. <laughs> I you know I'm just gonna go Carolina because they're probably they started the week out great for them. They got rid of their head coach. I mean, oh, we forgot to we didn't yeah, talk yeah, about it. That Matt, one. We'll, we'll, celebrate Carolina. I was celebrating. Brought up. Oh, so I, Jordan, you should be ecstatic right now. Your prediction free, came true. Free oh, DJ Moore. Free McCaffrey. Finally. Man, it Steve Wilkes, a defensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't a very good head coach, but he can't be worse than Matt Rule. Yeah. I mean, it's almost impossible. You know, they're saying they don't have to pay pay the buyout if Matt Rule goes to a college team. Don't worry about that. He's already on his way to Tuscaloosa right now. No, he's, he's in there assistant. now. He's a special assistant to Nick Saban for the rest of the season, and then he's going to be the OC next year. I mean, it's perfect. It's perfect. Just don't just don't don't put him at Auburn, man. Oh, he's he's going there after the OC gig. He might, he's going. He's taking a tour through the SEC. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, I just think that's a plus. I mean, we saw how we called plays. You can't get much worse than that. You really can't. Well, in his last game, they decided to feed Christian McCaffrey last week, and they got him fifteen or more than fifteen, something like fifteen, seventeen points against the Niners, and that's a really good defense, you know. So I feel like it's a very simple game plan. You get McCaffrey the ball, you get out of the way, and you hope you keep the game close. Simple and. And the Rams are terrible. So Brian Burns and Derrick Brown should have good games. They should. They should. I, oh, they're going to. It's the offensive uh, line. I mean, it's not like oh, no, it's different. If they're if it's a corner against Cooper Cup, he's going to have a shit week. It's, Here's the thing. Cooper Cup might not play either. He's questionable right now, too. So he's going to play. Because if he doesn't play, they're losing by 30. <laughs> Who do you think Matt Stafford's going to throw the ball to? Allen Robinson? That's not going to no, happen. God, no. yeah, it, look, know look if, if, if Cup doesn't play, my pick changes, okay? <laughs> Whoa. I need a clause in there, please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, who is Carolina starting at QB for this one? Because Mayfield's DJ out. DJ Walker. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, the, the AFL MVP himself, PJ <laughs> uh, Walker. Well-traveled, not very good at football, but he said he gets the ball in his playmaker's hands. That's the only way he knows how to do it. So... Listen, that sounds that, that sounds better than Baker Mayfield. That's that's enough for me. I got Carolina winning, and then I, man, we got a, another great game: Arizona versus Seattle. Keep it rolling. Let Geno cook. They're coming off a loss. Geno Smith is going to show he's the best quarterback in the NFC West. 
right. You I need to bring up this down wow. for Gino. Okay, so he, he has 1,300 passing yards on the year. Um, completion percentage is 75. He is, I mean, he's incredible. Okay, but he has 118 completions. And on those 118, he has 907 air yards. So, Josh Allen, to, to compare, number one air yard king, Josh Allen has 998 air yards on 133 completions. So, Gino almost has 20 less completions and only 70 less air yards. I, I believe, you know, I took the Cardinals last week. I was hoping for them to get a bounce back game. I've, I've lost hope. Um, as, as, as mentioned before, we have a COD coming out. Kyler's going to get that early copy. Seahawks are going to take this. Geno's going to cook. Listen, one of these quarterbacks got paid, and the other one didn't. Um, one of them's got 1,300 yards. The other one's got around 1,200. The man that got paid millions and millions isn't the one that's uh, leading uh, passing yards in the NFC West. No, it's Geno Smith, You know the guy uh, who's been a career backup for, what, eight years now? Listen, man, they wrote him off. He ain't right back. Yeah. I, told you. I mean, him, him and Tyler Lockett have a good connection. Uh, I got Seattle winning this one. I think uh, James Conner, is he out this week for sure? Uh, yeah, probably. He hasn't I mean, it didn't really matter. Him, so he, he runs sideways most games. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going Seattle. And then we got th- – this will probably be game of the week, Buffalo versus Kansas City. Uh, <clears throat> so, you know, the first thing they're going to show on this game on uh, Sunday night, or no, this is the 425 game. First game they're going to show, um, it's going to be the flashback. Gabe Davis in the playoffs. We're going to see Patrick Mahomes with 13 seconds left somehow get Travis Kelsey wide open twice. Like, we didn't know the ball was going to him or Tyree Kill. And Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are so pissed off about that. They want to win. They want to come back. They they want to prove that it was a fluke. It wasn't. Give me Kansas City. <laughs> it's going to be a great game, don't get me wrong. But, man, your defense can't stop Travis Kelsey. He's still there. Tyree Kill's not. It doesn't matter. Patrick Mahomes is playing the best football of his career. Let's be honest. He is. He's not, you know, just throwing up prayers to Tyree Kill and getting them answered. He's playing the best football of his career because he's having to be selective, and he's been amazing at it. And I love the Bills. Their offense is electric. Their defense is also very good. And they got Von Miller for this game specifically. They got him to rush Patrick Mahomes and make sure he can't ad-lib. It's not going to matter. It's going to be close. They're not going to blow him out. It's going to be a close game. But give me Kansas City. Yeah, I'm also going to go Kansas City here. Um, like you said, Patrick Mahomes, probably, uh, he's. I would say he's the front runner for MVP right now. Uh, he's just doing everything. I think the fact, too, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is stepping up a little bit. You know, he's getting the passing game a little more. He's doing what he needs to do. But um, Travis Kelsey's just such a game changer. We saw it last week, four touchdowns for him. I mean, that was a game. They were down 17 nothing. Most teams would have would have quit right there. And yeah. they were giving up some big plays, but they found a way to come back. I think I think that they're going to have to worry about uh the defensive end though, Kansas City. 
I definitely could see Bills airing this out and having Kansas City play from behind again. But I think their offense is just too good, and the Bills' defense is still a little bit injured where Kansas City could. I don't think they'll run away with it, but I think they're going to win this one. Um, <clears throat> I'll be the oddball here. I say Josh Allen gets his revenge. I know Patrick Mahomes is playing incredible, but the Bills are – they're coming back. They've got – they're coming off of a easy game, so they might, you know, um, but they know this game. They know the importance of this game, especially Josh Allen. Uh, and they've got the receivers coming back. You got Isaiah McKenzie coming back. You got Dawson Knox coming back. So they have, they should have full weapons back. I still think the defense is going to struggle against the Chiefs, um, but I think the Chiefs' defense is going to struggle right back, and it's going to be a high-scoring Bills win. On the Sunday night football, Dallas versus Philly. We're going to start a conversation. The narrative is going to be finally answered this week on who is really the king of the NFC least. It's not the commanders. I can guarantee that. Um, We've got the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Micah Parsons, the Dallas Cooper Rushes, the Dallas CDs Nuts versus Jalen Hurts. I couldn't think of anything else. I was about to say, Jalen come on. Jalen Hurts in the defense. Um, <clears throat> they're in Philly. Philly fans are crazy. Uh, they're probably going to bring crazy stuff and throw it on the field, you know, like Buffalo fans. I won't say what it is, but, you know. <laughs> um, give me give me Philly. This will be the toughest environment Cooper Rush has played in. He beat the Rams last week, you know, so he's he's got it in him to win this game. He didn't have to do a lot. He threw for like 100 yards, so he's a perfect game manager. But Philly fans are just crazy. I think the environment is going to be tough on a Sunday night game. Philly's going to be ready for this. They're going to start the season off 6-0. I think I have to – I just – I still can't rate the Cowboys. Um – Zeke, I mean, he's got 81 attempts. He's got 81 attempts, and he's only averaging 3.8 yards per carry. He has, I think his his long is like, it's like 27 or something, um, which in 81 attempts, you'd think you'd have one longer than that. Pollard has like 40, 50-something carries, uh, and he's averaging 5.6, so he's at least doing well in the run. But well, you know, if Tony Pollard was making fifteen million dollars more, he would be the starter, Adam. Okay, that's right. So, you know, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I agree, the Philly. They're gonna just they're gonna come in. I don't know. I don't like them being undefeated, but I think it's gonna continue. So I'm, I'm taking taking the Eagles here. I think uh, maybe Mark I think Wahlberg be a good will game. be at the game. I think um, this is probably Jalen Hurts' biggest test. I really do because oh ab- absolutely Dallas's defense is going to get to him because they get to everybody. The the thing is they contained him the past three times they faced. I think it's been three times only they face each other. They know how to keep him in the pocket. Yep. In this game, I want to see is Jalen Hurts going to be able to pass the ball once we get some pressure. Is he going to be as accurate? Is he going to be able to make those big plays? Dallas, um, like you said, Zeke. I get that uh, the play calling is horrendous for for running and passing, but we gotta. He getting these little inside zones every play. He can't go outside the box anymore. Tony Pollard could have a couple big plays, but I don't see it happening. Ceedee Lamb, I think, is going to get shut down this week 
by uh, Slay. Oh, Slay's playing. Say that, please. Uh, <laughs> I think I think Gallup could be in for a good week though. I um I I have Philly winning this one, but I think it's gonna be a one possession game. I think it's gonna come down yeah. to a field goal. I know th- people are gonna come into this game thinking it's gonna be exciting. I actually don't think it'll be that exciting. I think it's gonna be thirteen to ten, you know. Yeah. eighteen. I, I think I think it's gonna be a very close game. I think, you know, Cooper Rush, you know, it's five and or five and right now as a, a Cowboys starter. Yeah. I think the big thing with him, why he wins these games, is he doesn't turn the ball over. Nope. I want to say during that time, it's been like one interception, and that was against Minnesota last year. If he doesn't turn the ball over, I definitely think they could win this game. If he throws a pick, I I just see Philly off that turnover, just having that slight edge. And then we leave it to Monday Night Football, Denver oh, versus wait. the Chargers. Wait, 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 wait. I think we're missing a game. I think we're missing. Which one? I was going to bring it up after the Monday night game. It's my America loses game oh. of the week, Tommy. It is Jacksonville versus Indianapolis. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. There's, there's, I, reason, I know, there's yeah. reasons for it to slip your mind. There's plenty of yeah. reasons. After the disappointment from the two teams last week, I um, it just slipped my mind. I just didn't well, want it to know, end on Jaguars versus Colts. I had to say something before. Uh, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd much rather talk about Russell Wilson, Adam. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Indianapolis, terrible. Um, and Jacksonville, uh, Dougie P has broke my heart two weeks in a row. I mean, you know, I, I talked – it's every coach I talk up, they just crush my heart. Dan Campbell, crushing my heart every week. Dougie P, we got to get this under control, man. Trevor Lawrence is turning the ball over. He's got butterfingers. Let's, you know, we reel that back in. We can start winning these games again. They handled Indianapolis the first time they played them. I don't know why they're playing so soon again. You know, everything tells me Indianapolis should win this game. They should put something on tape that shows that, you know, they can make the playoffs and they're still the best team in the AFC South because that's what they're projected to be. But I don't believe it. And I think they're going to get split by Jacksonville. Okay. I think, Adam, what do you got? I think I'm gonna be. Uh, I think we're gonna be rolling over in my grave before I take the Colts. <laughs> um, well, at least while Matt Ryan is quarterback, uh, I think Jags are just gonna get to him a lot because obviously the mobility is an issue. Um, Put Quinn Taylor. Nelson at left tackle. That'll fix all your issues. I promise you. I'm not sure. I think Jonathan Taylor is coming back this week. Hopefully, um, yeah, he practiced today, but. Okay, so he's probably coming back, but I still think Jaguars are gonna kind of. It's not gonna be close. I don't think it's. it's I think the game. Go ahead, Adam. I was saying, I was like, I was just saying, I think there's chance for it to be close, but if it is, it's it's not gonna go the Colts' way, no matter what. I feel like Jacksonville's gonna come out. They're gonna go up big. They're gonna go up like 14, oh, 21 to seven. And then Indianapolis in the fourth quarter will put together a couple scoring drives, and it'll look a lot closer than it was. Um, I actually think this game could hit the over. The It's at 42. I actually think both of these defenses are just below average enough that it could hit the over if Matt Ryan gets any time in the pocket at all. I mean, if they're getting to him like they have been all season, then this game won't be close, like Adam said. I'm going Jacksonville just off the fact they have Dougie P. And uh, I'm on the Dougie P hype train. I think, uh, yeah, 
I I need Trevor Lawrence and James Robinson to do good, so I hope it happens. Um, I think James Robinson could have another big game. Christian Kirk has uh, played solid for the wide receiver one that he was paid for for some reason. And I think uh, Jacksonville's defense is doing just enough to make them win some of these games. So give me Jacksonville. Now, now we have Monday Night Football. We got Denver versus the Chargers. You can take this one, Adam. Okay. Um, Chargers have won their last two games without like, and they've had they've been missing Keenan, and that's probably conti- to continue. I mean, I don't know what happened to his hamstring, but but Brian Robinson got shot in his hamstrings and came back before Keenan did. Um, <laughs> so I don't really know what's going on there, but I. I <laughs> Uh, and um, Russell Wilson, he's battling a partially torn lat in his right shoulder. But uh, Nathaniel Hackett said that he's a competitor. He's doing great. And so there's no issues. Yes, he's um, competing for worst quarterback in the NFL. He's doing <laughs> yeah, a great job. I was really questioning what he's a competitor in because it, it, it don't look like it's football. Um, <laughs> but I'm going I'm going uh, Chargers again easily. I I also like the Colts. I don't know if there's a game. I'll bet on the Broncos again this year. Maybe there's potential if Russ shows anything. But I'm going Chargers easily here. Go ahead, Johnny. Oh, you want me to go? No, I want okay. you. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going with Chargers. I've seen enough of Denver. There's no more uh, Javante. Um, I think what he's Russell Wilson's competing at is who can have the best subway commercial at this point. I really do. I I don't know what happened to him. I don't know where he went. But um I know Justin Herbert is um he's no he's without Caden Allen, but it don't matter. Mike Williams it's a Monday night football game, so he's probably going to have zero catches, but it's all right. Don't say that. Austin, Please don't say that. Austin Eckler has been playing phenomenal. Um, he finally got his job back. I'm glad that he decided to be an alpha male again and stop asking for running back by committee. Even though it still is a committee, he's he's taken the the uh, the workhorse role again. Um, <clears throat> if I didn't pick Pittsburgh, and that's in my gut, that that feels right. You know, I know it's a crazy pick, but it feels right. I would take Denver here to be opposite because, you know. They can't continue to be bad. I mean, they can, but you would think eventually they'll put together enough of a good game to win one of these. But I'm going to go the Chargers. Not happily, because I actually don't – I haven't enjoyed watching the Chargers this year that much, and I think they should have lost to Cleveland. So that tells me everything I should know. If you should lose to Cleveland, you should probably lose to Denver. But Russell Wilson is just playing like he's playing bad. He's playing terrible. He's cooking up that NyQuil chicken, as Tommy likes to say. Just don't be boring, okay? Please. I need a touchdown, Russ. One, at least. If you come out here and you kick four field goals again, you should be traded back to Seattle for Geno Smith. And I don't even know if Seattle would take that trade anymore. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Man. Brutal. I mean, it's all right. He's not living up to nowhere near expectations, but um, we'll see how it goes. That's all. That's all the picks for this week. How are you guys feeling? Uh, brutal. Yeah, Kenny Pickett is. Uh, he's gonna need. I need a good game. <laughs> I don't think I could. 
be as optimistic as I was last week because I see how far that got me. But I'd like to think this isn't that. This won't be that bad. Yeah, I mean, this, you know, all you can do is go up from seven and eight. There's no way you could get, you know, six and nine. Or, don't say that. Don't say that. Well, there's not that many games. You know, we have bye weeks as well. So that's all right. That's all right. But um, you know, that is it for football. But the NBA starting up in five days now. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty excited. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, thanks. This would not be my area, so I have to apologize, too. All right. It's my least watched sport. But uh, I think um, I think next week we might have to do a dual, a dual episode of football and basketball. We'll see how it goes. But that is it for us today. Anything you guys would like to add before we sign off? Uh, we have a lot of the same picks this week, so this is going to be a very uh, – either things are going to go well for us this week or we're all going to be very bad next week. It'll be all right. We'll be okay. Adam, anything you want to add before we leave? Nope. Um, thanks for having me on again. It's been a lot of fun. I'll definitely come back again. But I hope I hope these games aren't, aren't sleepers. We had a lot of ended up being sleepers last week. So. Oh, I mean, Russ is putting the entire nation uh, to sleep. Say, what do you Monday mean by night. sleepers? Uh, do you mean the yeah, start the week off? Put us to sleep the pillow or? under the head. Yes, that's we what, that's the what Manning I mean. Cast this week. Okay. I hope I hope we have the Manning cast because Peyton Manning talking about the Denver Broncos so passionately. You know, I need him to call 63 timeouts in 60 seconds again. I think. <laughs> oh. oh, I need to shout out my Diami Brown. I told you to look out for him last week. I told everybody to. And that man showed up two long touchdowns. I don't care that it's lucky. I think those were his only two catches. He's but, nowhere. What can I say? Uh, this is the type of hard-hitting analysis we're here for. I mean, this guy right. pulls like the 16th string wide receiver and he gets two <laughs> touchdowns. I mean, he's, he's a nowhere. That's what he does. Yes, yeah, this is why we brought him on. But that is going to do it for us today. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.